Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The 1930s were a very difficult time to be alive. The Great Depression weighed heavily on everyone. Prohibition made it difficult to drown your sorrows. Poverty and crime were everywhere. A difficult time indeed. Our scenario is entitled Dead Border, and it was written by Todd, uh, Todd Gardner and Mike Mason, with some slight alterations made by me. I'm your GM, and this is a one-shot. First of all, let's introduce our cast of characters. Uh, let's start with Luis Ferrer. Luis, tell us about your character. Hi, I'm playing Eduardo Moreira. He is from Portugal, and he's a big man. A little fat, but strong. He is intimidating, but he's soft in the heart, but he's tried, he's tried to keep that hidden, to not let people take advantage of him. Advantage of him. Cool. Fred? Hi, uh, I am playing Dorothy Tudor, and Dorothy is a student over at Brown University. And she is, uh, she's about 20 years old, maybe 22, somewhere in that range. Okay. Uh, David. Okay, I'm, I'm playing uh, Ronald, Ronald Clements, who's an English businessman, who's uh, in America, and who's got involved with some rather shady characters in the, the Prohibition setting. Um, he's a middleman who can do the talking quite a bit but has recently got himself in a bit over his head uh, as we'll discover okay vasil hi my character's name is racephus pulsifer he's a book dealer so if you need some kind of a good occult tone to read during the evening or study some sinister rituals come in i'll help you cool timothy yeah, I'm playing uh, Wilhelmina Berger. Uh, she is a uh, quiet but interesting uh, woman who lost her husband about 16 years ago to the influenza epidemic. And she always seems to be the first to greet people when they move into the apartments and has been there for a long time and seen a lot of different things. Um, she often asks questions of people, but never directly. Cool, and Jeff? Hello, everyone. I'm going to be playing Charlie Skirgalia. Uh, he is originally from Lithuania, lives with a Lithuanian family here. Um, his uh, folks run something a bit uh, shady, not really spoken of. But uh, one thing that everybody in the boarding house knows is me and my uh, brother Petrus, uh, we've not really worked for months now. Quite honestly, we spend most of our time with our sisters who, when they're not working at the laundry business or talking about movie stars, radio programs, all the other stuff. Not to mention, I'm the only one in this Lithuanian family who has Americanized his name. Cool. All right. That's a, we've got a great cast. So let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> the year is 1930. It's summer, June 5th, 
to be exact. It's not too hot, but the humidity is high, which makes it oppressive. It's also the depression, and it's hit the residents of Providence, Rhode Island, pretty hard. You live in Ma Shank's boarding house on the edge of Federal Hill, just outside Little Italy. Ma Shanks used to be a lot more active in the business, but due to her advanced age, and a, f- a few years ago, she hired Eduardo Morera to manage the building as its landlord. It's about 11 a.m., and a number of tenants, including you, have gathered together with the landlord outside the door of Mr. James Gardner, who lives on the third floor. Mr. Gardner has been a resident for a little over two years, and though he's not a very interactive man and likes his privacy, you have become concerned that he hasn't been seen for a few days, nor has he answered his door. Each of you has a reason to check his room, and so you've pestered Mr. Morera to the point that you are standing here in the hallway just outside of James's door, waiting for uh, Mr. Morera to unlock it. Oh, M- Mr. Morera, would you please, would you please just let open the door and let us in? I'm so calm worried. Down, calm down. You don't know what's. He can be. When's the last time we saw him in? He can be off. Oh, it's been more than a week. Yeah. He can be off I mean, at least. Well, maybe he's hurt in there. Yeah, need to open the door, see what's going on. Do maybe I get anything different? Please, can we just no, calm down you, here you, a second? You kind of agree. Oh, okay. But do I smell anything different? Anything? No. And it's really, it's probably been about three days since anyone has seen you, okay. seen him. Has anyone heard anything coming from the apartment? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to open the door. And I said, back off, back off. Let me in first. Okay. I should also mention, I should also mention, Eduardo, that your son, your 10-year-old son, is at the top of the stairs about five feet behind you. Okay. I said, go home. There's going to be... There is things in there that you might you might not want to see. Go home. Well, I don't want you here. <laughs> he's sort of hanging around, but you open the door. All right. Okay. Uh, when you open the door, the first thing that you notice is the smell of uh, what smell like candles had been burning, and what you see is this. Oh shit! You're you're, oh, by, shit. you're right in the middle at the My bottom. My God! Of the door. Can I locate the door? Oh, is, it, is it Jimmy? I close the door. Well, no, they sort of everybody sort of pushes forward. Oh, um, I'm, I'm going to all, quickly try to shield Tommy's eyes if Holy I can. Yeah. You can all do a sanity roll. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sanity, here we go. Oh, it passed. Oh, it passed. Yeah, that's, that's out of 50. 80 out of 60. 5 of 50. 33 for 60 sanity. 
Okay. If you failed, do a one d four. If you if you succeeded, do, just take one point of sanity damage. Okay. I succeeded. Thirty two out of fifty. Um, you you all have a reaction to it. You all ah. jump. You all are 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 horrified by what you see. Uh, but there's that human curiosity that uh, causes you to all sort of push your way into the room. <clears throat> Tommy is coming to see what you all jumped at. I definitely um, trying to stop him. And I'll close the door. Close the door. With you inside. I'll close the door. With us inside. I close um, the door. I don't let him. I, I'll close I, it. I'll close it. I might also mention that there are no telephones in the building. I said, I said, to him, go call the police. Don't okay. come in. And so I what, Tom, what Tommy is going to do is he's going to run to the police station. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. Please, please, please. Can we just calm down here a little bit? I think we need to sort of ascertain the situation and maybe, maybe get some information together before we contact the police. Uh, There's a man, dead on the floor. Uh, what? Uh, my dear, sorry, Eduardo, do, do not worry. I, I, I have um, dealt with these situations before. Uh, uh, allow me to just have a look first, and we will get the authorities in as soon as possible. Um, I wonder. I, I run over to the body and I kneel down next to it, and I'm crying. Okay. I immediately start snooping around the table uh, in the room. As I'm saying, I wonder what caused this. Uh, I, I am going to be like looking genuinely concerned. I'm going to be looking genuinely concerned of making my way towards the bookshelf, if possible. Okay, well, before we go very far, um, let's see. Uh, uh, Dorothy, you, you knelt down by the body. Okay. Uh, it's obviously that he has been dead for a number of days. Oh. Um, He's lying on top of a tarp, uh, which he has laid down and uh, on top of his oriental carpet. Um, oddly enough, uh, uh, Eduardo, the first thing that pops into your mind is, thank God I won't have to clean the carpet. Um, Does it look like he actually laid it down? I mean, that's, that's what you said. It looks like he had done well, this. It, well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Yes, it, it does look like he was getting on top of the, the, the tarp on purpose. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Charlie, uh, your first thought is, huh, the carpet looks really expensive. <laughs> it, it looks really nice. Um, Other than the tarp filled with blood. Dorothy, what you notice is that... Um, He's, he's dressed as he usually is dressed. He's covered in blood. Um, the skin on his head, it looks like his throat has been cut. Uh, but it also looks like there are other cuts across his face. Um, uh, and lying just a little ways between him and the window, uh, there are two stubs of candles. They look like they're made of black wax 
and there is a piece of paper with a strange thing drawn on it. Um, it's it's also a bit bloodied. Um, generally, looking around the room, uh, you can see there's a wardrobe, there's his bed, uh, there's a nightstand, there's a bookshelf, that a table. There's cabinets up on the wall, uh, and there's a table. Um, Is there a knife? You don't see anything at the moment. I will definitely examine the desk area. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to look over here by the nightstand. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at the paper and the candles. Okay. Uh, you walk over to the paper and the candles, and uh, you pick up the piece of paper. Oh, we shouldn't be touching things. We shouldn't be touching things. I've read about this. You shouldn't touch things. I'm going Dorothy, to, by the way, I'm going to ah, be quiet. But I need to take my boots here. All birded from me and do not return. But I need them. I've so sent you a, uh, a picture of the room, so we don't have to keep pulling it up onto the screen. Mm -hmm. Email. Um, all right, you pick up the piece of paper, and this is what it looks like. For the familiar letters. So, Luis, you have this. Um, uh, it doesn't look. Uh, go ahead and do an intelligence roll. Intelligence. Eight. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, it's definitely not a Latin language. You're pretty sure it might be Greek. Okay. But you can't read it. Okay. I put it back. And I say, why do we have this piece of paper in Greek? It's I Greek. Know, I know anything about him that... Uh, would relate him knowing that language? Uh, I, I know Greek. Not really. Mr. Dardo, I know the ancient Greek. Let me see it and maybe I can help you translate it. I point to the paper. I was putting back a gift to him. Okay. It's a suicide note. So, um, I got a uh, Recephus takes the paper, but uh, Dorothy, you're standing right next to him. I'd like you to both do Greek rolls. Uh, critical failed. <laughs> How about you, Dorothy? It, not a critical, but a failure. Okay. <laughs> the language is the language is pretty ancient. It's definitely Greek, and you can sort of make out a few words with a little bit of time and study you could probably figure out what it said. And I'm talking 15, 20 minutes. You could probably no, do it. Remember, I think the young boy went to alert the police. We have very little time. Yes, Let me um, translate it later. Is, it, is, there any, like... is there any other paper in the room? Paper and pencil? Something we could we can just copy the, the words off of it? I'll well, have the paper to the pocket. Yes. Paper in the table. Um, there's a desk the... that uh, 
that Wilhelmina went over to. Um, <clears throat> Wilhelmina, there is a man's fedora hat uh, on one end of the uh, the table, and there is some correspondence on the other. There's probably paper and pencil as well. So uh, I'm definitely going to examine the correspondence, please. Uh, sort through it and see what he has to say. Okay. Um, okay. And when I'm done, I'm going to tuck those little treasures away uh, so that I can examine them even further later. All right, you find some you find some correspondence. <clears throat> One of the letters, uh, right on the top, uh, is a note from uh, 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 from Ron Clemens, businessman in the room. Uh, when you look at it, uh, Ron is asking Gardner if the ledgers had been finished. Uh, it, it pleads with Gardner to make haste as the ledgers are needed as soon as possible. Uh, the letter is dated May 27th, so about a week ago. Okay. Um, um, hi, um, guys, guys, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, while, while this is going on, Dom, and I'm uh, uh, showing genuine concern for this poor deceased man that's on the floor, James, um, is it possible for me to be looking across the books to see if I can see what I really want to find in here? Yes, you'll you'll be while you'll we'll get to you in just one second. Yeah, I do. I would like to note that as I read these documents, I'm going to quietly, hopefully, utilizing sleight of hand, try to put them on my person. Okay. Well, for that one, why don't you go ahead and uh, do a sleight of hand? See if you can pocket it without anybody seeing you. Do it. I can't, but I'd like to push the roll if I could. All right. I got 28 out of 30. Well, that's pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty close. Right. You managed to snatch, to snatch that one away. Um, you also notice that there's a letter from, uh, from Mr. Gardner's bank manager in Scotland regarding uh, his dwindling funds, that uh, he's running out of money. Uh, the letter warns that unless measures are taken to address the situation, Mr. Gardner's account will be cleaned out within the next six months. Uh, and then there is a range of other unopened uh, correspondence. Oh, dear, everyone. It seems as though he had some sort of dealings with a man from Scotland. And I'll show people the letter. Okay. Jim, Jimmy was Jimmy was Scottish. He he. I think he came from Scotland. All right. Now I think uh, Jeff, you had said you're going over to the nightstand. Okay. Yep. Take a look over there. Um. On the nightstand, there's a lamp, and there is a book. Uh, it's an old book. Uh, it's it, the the title on the front is the Dreamer's Dictionary. Um, do you want to do anything with it, or? Sure. 
Not really. I'm wanting to look into the nightstand drawer if there is one. Okay, there is one. Uh, you look in the nightstand drawer, and there's a slim little journal. Um, it looks like one that, that he would, uh, you know, a diary. And there is um, there is a small corked bottle of liquid and a small vial containing off-white powder. I'm pocketing these, the bottle and the and the powder. Okay, why don't you do a? We'll make you do a sleight of hand too, just to see if uh, anybody notices you. Okay, it's going to be interesting. Ot six. Okay, you slip them into your pocket. None of you. I'll come around and say, I'm sorry, guys, I can't find anything here but a couple of dusty old books. I'd like you, though, to do some spot diary. Looks like spot hidden. Do a spot hidden, Charlie. Charlie, do a spot hidden. Oh, me spot hidden, sorry. 34 out of uh, 70. Okay. Something you notice catches your eye that you find just a little odd. The bed. His bed is, it's made, the, the sheets are made up as if, uh, you know, they're, they're tucked under tight. Uh, it's as if nobody had slept in that bed, except there's definitely an indent in the pillow where his head would have gone. And you're, 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 you, you think, was he just sleeping on top of the covers and he never like got into bed or he, he made it, you know, really tight every night, except that the pillow has been used. And you that's can see also that he's got a pair of slippers underneath weird. the bed. So that seems a little odd. Uh, the bookshelf. Okay. Um, uh, let's see who's looking at the bookshelf. So that was, Vasil. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to choose a bookshelf for my precious boobs. Uh, you look over at the bookshelf. Um, the, the the picture's not very ornate, but but the or, the bookshelf is actually quite ornate. Uh, mm. There's little uh, little little scroll work all over it, and it's carved in the front. And there's little cherubs, little angels. Um, there's glass glass doors on the book case. Um, uh, when you glance at the, the, the books on the bookcase, there's two shelves. Uh, the bottom shelf is pretty much filled up, and there's titles in there uh, like um, books on finance, books on banking. Uh, there's a few travel books for some obscure places. Um, there's a couple of occult books which you think are kind of unusual um you haven't seen anything yet uh you see myths and legends of ancient greece and rome not sure if that was one of your books this one of mine books by e.m berens uh you also see the interpretation of dreams by sigmund freud in oh, a, my book. a book written in german um uh there's also uh, on the on the second shelf down. There's a couple of books there, but there's not enough to fill the the bookcase. So there's a strange looking 
uh, bookend uh, okay. that's pressed up against the books. Um, it looks it looks quite strange. It looks kind of like this. Oh, it's a statue. Quite a nice one. Uh, can I try to estimate what, what kind of statue is it? Maybe. Well, what, you'd, have what... to, you'd have to pick it up and look. I'll do it. Okay. You pick the statue up and you hold it in your hands, and there's something quite strange about the material that it's made out of. It's it's some sort of a stone, but it almost has a wet feel to it, as if it's somehow slippery and wet. And as you're holding it in your hand, you suddenly have these memories as if at some point in your life in the past, you were at the bottom of the ocean and there were these things all around you, these hideous fish monster things. And as soon as that happens, I need you to do a sanity roll, and you immediately set the thing back down on the shelf. I bust. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do a 1d4. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> Quite a horrific, with a, not a scream, but uh, everyone can see that I'm a little bit scared with the shaking hands. I put back the statue on the shelf and uh, keep on holding on the shelf. I, I try to sit on the bed and catch my breath like, wow. Okay. I'm very concerned for him, so I make my What's up with you? I'm okay. What happened? I don't What's know. Right? I, I just saw something like a kind of vision. Touching and everything. of my books, and I try to uh, gather my books from the bookshelf to hold them together like it's my sacrifice, not a sacrifice. <coughs> Sorry. Let's see. The only one safe point for me to hold my books and give me back to the reality. By the way, I lost the four sanity points. Oh, wow. So you're quite shaken. Yeah, I'm a lot um, shaken. The, uh, the, the memory of the things that you saw in your mind are quite vivid in your mind. Um, Charlie, uh, do a, an appraise oh. roll. I shall go ahead and do it. 36 out of 60. Okay. One, you're pretty damn sure that the, the bookcase itself is probably worth a hefty 75 bucks and the statue that you just saw him holding probably about 50 bucks <laughs> i may want that tom the table yes. we uh, set up like he was having dinner or some meal uh there is a table that has his place settings on it though they're clean at the moment he has a little, oh. there, it, it's not really shown in the picture, but there's like a little, a little cubby underneath those cabinets on the wall where he's got a little hot plate. And, uh, oh, Eduardo, Mr. Eduardo. Yes. Uh, did you know this guy? Did he sleep on his covers or something? No, I only know him because. He was living here, he paid the rent in the day. That was one of the reasons I let you in, but nothing strange about him. 
Jimmy was very normal. He was very normal. There's nothing wrong with Jimmy. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that. Oh, my dear Charlie, oh, I worry so much about this. Please calm yourself. It will be okay. It's not okay. Everybody's touching his things, and the police are going to come, and, and nothing is the way it was. Shh, Dames. Wait. Um. The, anyone step on the blood? I'm not. Uh, you've all been kind of careful not to walk in the... Now... <laughs> The blood is mostly dry at this point. Oh. I'm gonna look at... You two, the ones that were translating the paper, they're still doing that or they stopped? Still doing it. Still doing it? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna look in the wardrobe. wardrobe. Okay. There's anything done? Um, well, I just wanted to things? add uh, about the bookcase. Uh, there are there is a drawer at the bottom of the bookcase, so it's shelf shelf drawer. Ooh, I so we can come the back to the drawer in a second. Well, you're actually on the back side of the bookcase. Oh yeah, I am. I know. And Vasil is on the. I mean, uh, they're on. He's on the other side of the bookcase, where the doors are. It faces out into the room. Well, I'm gonna get a little closer to uh, Mr. Bookseller. <laughs> and I'm going to make my way over to Dorothy uh, now that Charlie's kind of calmed down a little bit. <clears throat> okay. Uh, the wardrobe. Yeah. Dorothy, dear, would you come to the hallway with me for a moment? To the to the hallway. Mr. Yes, I'd like to speak with. I'd like to speak oh. with you for a moment, please. Okay. Um, She's very reluctant, but yes. Go ahead and do that for a second. We'll do that. We'll get to the wardrobe then in a second. Dorothy, I have some concerns. She pulls out the little letter that she pocketed. It appears well, as though there may be some involvement with one of our residents here. Take a look for yourself. I'm concerned that perhaps there's some motive if this indeed was some form of murder. Her hands start to shake a little bit when she reaches out and grabs it and opens it up. And it's the note about the um, dealings with Char what was the character's name again? I'm sorry. With uh, um, Ronald Clemens. Ronald. Okay. Perhaps we should keep this between us for now and not show our cards too soon. You think you would hurt him because of this? People do very crazy things for money. Da? Oh, that's Russian. Yeah? <laughs> okay. But, but Jimmy was so nice. I don't know. He would not want to hurt him. People do strange things. And then she starts to walk back inside. And I'll follow Okay. Oh, she'll get the note back too, if yeah. possible. Okay. So, Ronald, you're looking in the uh, the wardrobe. You open it up, and of course, there are clothes there, and there are shoes at the bottom. Um, I just lost my page. 
Oh, here it is. Okay. Um, as you're looking around, you notice that in the back, on the left-hand side, there is a box. Um, it's, you know, a little bit larger than a, a shoe box, um, but it's locked. Can't open it. And I'd also like you to do a spot hidden. Okay, okay, just one sec. Sorry, I will mm, spot hidden. That's uh, 82, 82 from 25, so I fail. Okay. That's what uh, you, you box, find a box. The, the box, what's the material? It's wooden. Wood? Okay. I'm going to close the wardrobe, and now I'm going to look for a key. Oh, I thought that... Uh... No, no, no. Yeah, I, I was looking in the, in the wardrobe. I thought Ronald was um, looking in the wardrobe. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I have been trying to do as well is um, look around as much as possible without people noticing that I, I seem to have no interest at all in the, the, the body on the floor. Um, I'm really desperate to find these books that I want. All right. Is there any chance of um, going to the bookcase or anything like that? And Yeah, you can walk around to the other side of the bookcase. Okay. Uh, and you see you see what uh, I... Vasil saw. I mean, uh, um, Roy saw uh, <laughs> the, the books and the strange statue. And as I say, there's a, a, there's a, a, a thing at the bottom, a, a, a drawer. Okay. So I still haven't spotted the books that I want to. So can I go for the drawer? Sure. In fact, was there somebody else who wanted to look in the drawer? I'd like to check the drawer too. Okay. I'd, I'd like to try. Okay. Well, there's not that much room in the room, but you probably have to all kneel. Bloody hell, I can. I can like scavengers inside the dead body's room. Right. Um. I think in the future when I run this one, I'm going to put everything on cards. <laughs> that way I can just oh the room, oh the oh the bookcase, oh the. Uh, all right. Um, uh, what you find uh, in the drawer is. Where's the drawer? Top shelf. Sorry about this. Um, the drawer, uh, when you try to open it, it doesn't seem to want to open. You don't see a lock, but you do see, you, you, you do, and there is a handle, but no lock. And yet you can't seem to open it. What sort of handle is it, uh, 
a movable handle or just a no just like a knob for opening um if i try to sort of shake the drawer or anything does there any sort of movement at all or well there's okay. a slight movement but it's definitely latched in some way um <clears throat> if any of you have any uh knowledge of like woodworking or something like that i know metalworking i in fact do know woodworking matter of fact why don't you Although do I'm a, not there, but no, I'm in the there. area. You, you know metal working. Why don't you do a roll on that? Okay. Fifteen out of fifty. Okay. Um you figure there must be some sort of hidden latch or mechanism to open up the drawer. Um go ahead and do a um a spot hidden. Okay. Let's kind of look around and 44 out of 70. Okay. Uh, you in fact find that one of the, on one of the little carved cherubs, the little angels, that there is a, a part where you can push the button in. And when it does, the door sort of pops open just a little bit. <laughs> uh. well Sure, yeah. All right. So inside, when you open it up, uh, there are a number of things. Uh, there is a book, and the book is Primer in Greek Vocabulary. That's one of them. Uh, there are two accounting ledgers, uh, and there are a number of receipts that are in there. Uh, there is an obsidian knife it's carved from uh, obsidian glass, uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's lying in there. And there is uh, something wrapped up in a silk cloth. Looks like it might be another book. Um, any chance of me getting to the account books and... Um taking them away before anybody really notices, despite the fact that everybody's standing there not, looking. Not a chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in fact, as he's starting to walk over to the books, I'm going to snatch up the accounting books, seeing him walking that way because I've been watching him. Well, let's give you guys a... I'm going to try to snatch up the... Yeah, let's uh, all snatch. <laughs> ...self-covered something. Let's have you guys both do a dexterity roll uh, to see if you can get to the uh, the accounting ledgers. Who gets uh, that? If I'm not going after the accounting ledgers, do I need to? No, we'll get to you in a second. I got a 39, okay. so it's a hard success. I've got a, a 30 out of 50. That's also a hard success. I think, isn't that a regular? No. That's a regular. I like to think they no, run regular. into the book at the same All right. time. So as you're reaching for the ledgers, uh, our nosy neighbor snatches them out of your hand, snatches them away, and sort uh, of he glares so hard. <laughs> All right, so you guys can interact. If you want. What do you think you're doing? 
I, 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 I just um, I, 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 looking to see if there is there is seeing if there is any hmm. obvious clues as to what has happened to this poor man. Um, hmm. Here, let me take those from you. You know, no, don't, perhaps don't concern yourself about those. Perhaps something you should do is look within yourself. Yeah. I'm not really a medical expert as such, so I... I'll take care of them. You don't have to bother yourself with them. And she totally looks away and snubs you with a cold shoulder. Put them, put the, put the, put the books back. Why are you uh, get... Could I speak to you for a moment, Eduardo? You know how far we go back with you and Tommy. Okay, but put the books back. Why are you moment. taking the books? In a moment. I would love to take a moment with you to chat, if you would. Okay. Well, while these people are chatting about that, since I'm I definitely can't hanging the books, books. Uh -huh. <laughs> since I can't get to the it's books, time to get some books. The dagger. Okay, so you grab the dagger, and uh, and uh, Charlie, you said you were grabbing the silk wrapped thing. All right. Yeah. It's the most expensive thing in there, personally. The silk wrapped <laughs> thing is definitely a book. Um, you unwrap it a little bit, you can see that it's very old. Um, but you can't read even the cover. The cover looks like it's in the same language that the piece of paper is. Ah, son of a bitch. Uh, Look, here, hand it over to... <laughs> Head it over to, uh, shoot, sorry, I forgot the name. Oh, hand it over to Ronald. Here. Happy. Grub my way over somewhere else. Thank you. Um, since I've lost possession of the books, um, have a look at the body. Uh, sure. Um, We'll Tom, okay. yes. Tom, yeah, while they were doing all of that, I, I went back over towards the body, and I, I've just been kind of kneeling there trying to figure out how he's gotten cut, and without really, I guess, diving into his pockets, I'm just kind of looking around real close at stuff and looking for something that he's he, he got cut with, you know, what 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 make this happen? All right. Um, and, 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 uh, um, Charlie, you're. I mean, sorry, not Charlie. Uh, 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 Ronald, you're also. You've you've approached the body now, and and Dorothy. You and Dorothy are there. All right. What you guess? It looks like uh, James had been on his knees and that he keeled over okay um at at just at, uh, looking at a glance it's possible that there could be something underneath him um there's quite a lot of dried blood and most horrifically it looks like the knife cut may have begun on the top of his head 
and spiraled around his head multiple times and finally cut his neck. The cut is pretty deep. Um, but do a spot hidden for me. Spot hidden. You can both do it. Uh, 64 out of... Uh, no, 64 out of 25. Not big fail. Critical failure. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, so... Other than that, you don't you don't know. I mean, you, you're you're pretty sure that the blood loss would have killed him eventually, and there's definitely a lot of blood. Um. Uh, let's say, uh, uh, Dorothy, you've also keep looking at the piece of paper with the spiral on it, mm -hmm. and maybe occasionally asking, um, Roy, Roy. Uh, you can have to give me that one, Roy, C Roy Cephas, um, what this word means or, or that. And together you've begun to sort of unravel this very strange piece of paper. And it suddenly, uh, a, f a few little clues suddenly click into your mind. And uh, this is what you're pretty sure it says. Can I roll a cool to see how uh, much is this familiar for me? Um, sure. And of course, I failed. Yeah, it doesn't look familiar, though. Right. All of the trappings here is it some sort of a spell? You've got candles. You've got him kneeling. Can I try a mythos roll on it? Um, sure. Do you have any mythos? Yeah. Mm -hmm, like but you. I failed. Yeah, nothing. Maybe read it aloud. Let's read it aloud. Yeah, read it aloud. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as we finish translation, like, guys, listen. Such an interesting ancient Greece words, and I read it aloud. Okay, read it aloud. <laughs> I know. So we have we have listeners who can't see the picture. <laughs> Please read it aloud. I call upon the one who is Yaksato to hear my players. He's a gate and the key and the garden of forever. This vessel has been prepared for you. Empty the man and fills his body. Transport my consciousness. Prepare the way to dreams. Yeah, yeah, Yakshatot opens the gate. Does he read that in the Greek? No, he probably reads it out while he's translating it. So, yeah, some guy translated it into English. What the hell are you reading? Oh, it's written on this note. I don't know, maybe it's one of his friends and they played some kind of charades. Jimmy really liked dreams. He he, he knew a lot about dreams in, in a, a Carl Gu Carl Gung and 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 Fruid. He's borrowed a few books about dreams from my store, and yeah, that explains the book he's got on his nightstand. Can I take a book from a nightstand, and is it one of mine? It's um, 
It is uh, the Dreamer's Dictionary. My precious. It's the glory of my collection. Is Roy Cephas goleming over there? <laughs> you said that he, no. he sleeps over the sheets and he writes the paper in Greek about dreams and preparing his body. I don't I don't think he wrote that. Could I speak to you, Eduardo? Yes, sure. Speak. Whatever. This guy was clearly off his rocker. Off the room. Yeah. Jimmy was not crazy. <laughs> you need to quit saying that. No, he's not a crazy. It's just a strange letter. I don't know. Just everyone, you can see it, and you can, you know, what's written here. I read it to you. It's a truly authorized translation. Is there any with... chance of having a look at the dagger a bit closer while everybody's talking yeah. at the moment? Sure. Um, it seems like a rather ornate dagger. Um, the blade on it is carved from obsidian. Uh, it's it's razor sharp. And uh, um, let me send you a message. And please talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> so I left the room with Wilmia? Wilhelmina, I guess. Frau Berger. I'm concerned about you know who. Uh, he's always so peculiar around here. And then this action toward these accounting books. And then this. And she pulls out the letter and shares it with you. I, I don't. I don't think, perhaps, this man did this to himself. And perhaps one of our friends inside might have had something to do with this. Why did you tell me this before? He was... Well, he could standing right there, we should talk in private, yeah? Okay. He, you say he, if he got anything? He's running around the, the room. I, I don't know what he got particularly. I just had been keeping an eye out, and he seemed very suspicious. And while he was looking at Zibadi, he he was not paying attention to Zibadi. He was looking for this. Okay. I'm gonna Am I able to notice this. these people sort of talking and occasionally giving me a suspicious look? No, we don't see you because we're outside in the hallway. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna read the books. I'm gonna go back to the room. Ronald, what was your relationship with? I forgot the name of the James Mr. Gardner. Mr. Gardner. James was a very good friend who was assisting me on a, a certain certain matters, unrelated to, of course, his, his unfortunate demise here. Um, you needn't concern yourself too much about it. I'll sort of walk away from Eduardo. If we're friends, you, sh you shouldn't be here. It would affect you. I step in and close the door behind me. 
if he's making his way in that direction. Okay. Uh, come on, let's, let's go back to I'll our try room. I'll try the look of exasperation on my face. <laughs> Zin, how do you explain this? And she pulls out the letter. Uh, th th that, um, uh, could, could, could I just read the letter again, please? Absolutely not. Nine. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't understand. What, what, what is the issue here? I mean, I'm just as concerned as you all about what has happened here. I'm just trying to find out. You have business him, and you are trying to get his books of accounting? Why? Yeah, I'm no, not trying to hide, but there, there, there are things of, of no use to anybody else, and I, I just wish to obtain them. Even to the police? Oh, they're of no concern to the police at all. They're of no concern at all. She just starts <laughs> reading the letter out loud. Ah, <laughs> uh, my, 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 my dear, my dear, you, 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 don't, you don't need to do that at all. Um, can I try to maybe stop you in some way sure in what are you gonna do um maybe try to grab the letter <laughs> uh sure do a dex roll well you guys she's going, her response is that she's going to try to take her hand and just shove it in his face and push him away <laughs> <laughs> so and we'll continue reading. Go frow, go frow. Uh 49 out of 50. Just a success. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Well, there's a wrestling between them. Can I uh, take my book into my as a road to you, Tom? I got 30 out of 50 on my roll. Okay, so you've you've rebuffed his uh, snatching at the the letter. Um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Roy, uh, you they're your books, so it's great. I'm happy. Back with my books. Um, so you've Roy, recovered the book. You also are looking a lot of books in here. Why? But but these aren't your, they're not your books. These are these are Jimmy's books. Why are you taking them? It's my books. He lends them for me. We can get down to the my bookstore and I show you all the documents. But why? You can buy. I wanted to read them. Why I'm taking now? Because it's my books and he should return a week ago. Yes, but now they are evidence. There's not an evidence. You see, there is no blood strain on them. They're not laying near the body. I need back my books, and I get an old document for it. And I'm not saying you can't have your books. Just... So why do you say to me anything? It's oh, Eduardo, his books are so strange and weird. They mean nothing. Nothing to worry yeah, about. I'm sure. And, weird. and look what we have. Look at that, that piece of paper. A but murder is what we have here. But the books do not kill people. People, people kill, kill people. people. <laughs> Dorothy. 
Do yeah. an intelligence roll for me. Oh, my dice are killing me tonight. No, fail. Okay. Something, something about this whole thing. It's like right on the verge of you. It's like there's something here, but you're just not able to quite figure it out. It's irritating. What are those books about? The books that you're taking back. I just thought, sorry. Uh, what do you mean what they're about? They're about well, the dreaming. It's a little bit of occult books if you're interested in this, of course. You know quite a specific topic for a specific people, not a regular one, if you understand what I'm saying. Okay, they, they, they sound specific, but they sound like that has something to do with what's written on this card here. Oh, they can do nothing. It's just like an ancient Greek mythos. It's quite a good one and help you to get a good night's sleep and good dreams. Nothing more. You know, you sometimes can come into my shop, maybe I give you some kind of work for a nice and good student as you to help me with some books and give you some payment for this. This will help you in education. But my 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 education's going very well, thank you. And and, and my parents are taking care of that. I don't have to worry about that so much. You, you know, oh, yeah. I really think the police need to see what those books are about in case it has something to do with this. That's of that's course. evident. Yeah, of course they can see it, but I must store them properly. You see, I show you one of the books. It's a little bit damaged, and I must restore it because if somebody wanna sell buy it, they have to pay me a full price, not a half price. But you should put it back where it was until the police can look at it. Police can look at it in my shop. It's quite I think important they, for me. I think we'll need to let them decide that. I do not agree with you. You don't have to. Yes. And that's my decision. Roy Cephas. Yes. How do you know Ronald? Oh, he's a friend of mine. Quite a from, good one. From how long ago? How well do you know each other? Every time he entered my shop to take a book or two for a few weeks of reading. But he always gives them back in a time. Did you he... ever spend time together outside of the shop? No, we usually meet inside the shop. Interesting. Any more questions for me? Yes, but not right now. <laughs> Okay. You can leave with the books when the police arrive. But not they can home. take a book from my store. Once they said that you want, they will look in your store. They get you see, some of these books is quite expensive. And uh, I'm afraid that they could disappear while the police will be here. So I'll better keep it near my. Unfortunately, I think we're going to have quite a, a situation here if the police arrive. Is anyone else concerned with the police coming? Since Dorothy so accurately pointed out that all of us have our 
fingers in the cookie jar, so to speak. I am concerned. Is anyone else concerned? Well, Wilhelmina, Wilhelmina, I think we, we um, got off on I the I did not ask you, here. Ronald. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, snap, frown. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ronald, do a uh, Ronald do a spot hidden. Nope, eighty-eight. Nope. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, Perhaps someone should intercede and stop the police from coming. Uh, how much time we are here? It would probably take, uh, you've only been there a few minutes, really. Um, it would take Tommy at least 20 minutes to get to the police station. And then at least 20 minutes for police to get back. Probably a little more. Tommy and I have a little bit of a relationship. So I'm going to walk over towards the window and see if I can open the window. Oh, you can. And see him. Can no, I see he's, him? He's gone. She'll just yell out, Tommy. You're in the middle of a town. I mean, he's yeah. gone. Okay. Um, uh, Dorothy, Everybody. you're still there near the body, yes? Yes. Just do another spot hidden for me. A hard pass. Okay. As you're sitting there and you're mourning his death, you suddenly notice something. And I mean, his shirt is kind of open and his sleeves are rumpled and not all the way to the end of his arms. And there's something on his skin uh, up, you know, normally his, his cuff would come down to here, but a little bit above that, it's like there's a, a scar. And you notice also here on his chest, there's a scar and it's, it's a little spiral. Have I ever noticed either before? No. I mean, normally he is uh, buttoned up and, you know, a proper, proper gentleman. Um, but in this case, you're seeing more skin than you've seen before. And there's definitely some scarification of some sort on his body that you, you're really quite surprised. It looks kind of like that same symbol that's on the paper. Miss Burger, Miss Burger, come look at this. I guess what is it, sweetheart? Um, look at his arm here and over here on his chest, where, where like his sleeve and his chest, his shirt's oh. open. Oh, yeah, it's it's oh. kind of gross. It's like a, a scar, but it's it's like what's on the card. On the card, I did, I have not seen the card yet. She she means the piece of paper. Yeah, I don't think she saw it yet. Oh, oh! It's laying right That's there. I just point to it. Yeah. 
it, it seems, and she keeps glancing back over at Ronald, as though it would take more than one person to do this. Yeah? Um, Dorothy, do another interview. He's not off his nut. I'm concerned with safety. So pass on the intelligence roll. You pass that time? Yes. It suddenly clicks, boom, in your head. When, uh, when Wilhelmina says it would take more than one person to do this, it suddenly clicks in your mind that based on the way the scars are, especially the slash on his head, he did this to himself. You can see that he used his right hand and came across like this, and then he took his left hand and continued the scar and then oh. cut his own throat. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. It would I, also mean it would also mean that sense. the knife would be somewhere there on the floor, possibly under his body, since he fell over as he was kneeling. Well, I've, it, I've walked back over to where the body is and noticed them talking and looking at the piece of paper. And what, what do you mean it doesn't make any sense? It, I, I think he had to do this himself. Look, look at the way that the, the scar goes around his head, and, or the, the cut goes around his head. It looks like he had to do it himself. Like, that's how his arm would reach. But, and, and she just gets really frustrated and actually rolls the body back despite her. Why don't you do us? What do us uh, do a, huh? a, a sanity roll for me. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, you too, uh, Wilhelmina. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it, it's definitely a pass. Okay, you, you just do one damage, but you're, you're quite horrified. No what good. Why did I am that? a failure? Uh, Velamina, you failed. Mm -hmm. uh, just a one d two. Just just take two points. Yeah, that's easy enough. Um, oh my god! So you push the body back, and uh, and he rolls over onto his back, and you can see quite clearly with blood sort of dried over the top of it. There is another obsidian blade laying there on the floor. Obviously, the one that he used. No! Um, as he rolls back, oh, uh, his shirt's even more opened, and you can see there are more scarifications on his skin in little spirals. Um, do a do a first aid roll. Who, who's doing that? Uh, Dorothy, as she's standing there. She's looking right at the, the wounds. Okay. Um, anybody else who's standing over, why don't you also do us for a first aid roll? Sure. Okay. Sure. Oh shit. Um, Failed. Extreme. I got a hard success. Oh, for I got a fifty uh, out of fifty. You got you got an extreme pass. Yeah. Great. Right. What you notice, and you you say it out loud to everybody, is that some of the the, the little scars are older than others. That some of them look like they might have, in fact be quite fresh, and okay. some of them look quite old, as if he's oh. been doing this for a long time. 
there's a lot of them. There's a lot. Yeah. So he's been um, doing this for a long time. Something went so wrong this time that he tried to kill himself, or he was planning to. This do guy it. was nuts. Um, right. Ronald. Ronald looks um, very shocked by this whole thing. Right. Um, people, could I just say something in the interests of openness here? Um, and I'll take out the dagger that I had taken. <gasps> it's true. Oh, okay. You are one of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me explain. Oh, Let me explain. Oh, oh God. For once, shut up. Wait, wait. Let me explain. James purchased these two blades from me. He requested that I get them for him. Do you have these scars what? as well? Open your shirt. No, 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 no. Open your shirt. You can see. I got a shirt. Whoa, Frau. Whoa. You are part of this coat. Coat. Let 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 me explain. James came to me, and requested these two blades. I thought they were just wonderful objets d'art. I acquired them for him. I, I, I never imagined that this this could have happened that we're seeing here. This, this How much did you pay for him? Uh, oh, I have I, this information here. <laughs> <laughs> um, say about fifty bucks each. Okay. Why do you have? No, realize, realize, why do you have this? He bought two. Right. Why have I just, I want to remind everybody: this is nineteen thirty. Fifty dollars. Oh my God, that's like a thousand dollars, you know. <laughs> Why do you have these? What kind of business do you do? We've all been asking you. What do you do? And you never answer. Yes, yes. Oh, I will relinquish that one in the interest of keeping it away from you, sir. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm I should hold on to this one. <laughs> uh, I don't think you should hang on to that one at all. No. No, no, no. Yeah. Hand it over. Hand it over. Yes, yes. Well, since we are discussing the police arriving on the scene, surely I should hand it to the police. Where Do you was... have these scars? Or perhaps you can have the blade if I can have the books. I will take both. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to intimidate him to give him, put the blade where it was. I'm going to try and intimidate him. I'm going up. Real close, my face, my face, his face, put the dagger <laughs> back. I don't think there's any reason. Yeah, put it back. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll also remind you that the whole concept of not messing with uh, the crime scene and forensics and stuff like that. That really hasn't been that well invented yet. <laughs> Not until the 50s or 60s. <laughs> no fingerprints. No, no, I just don't want him with a dagger. Tom, mm -hmm. I try to intimidate him. I roll. Are you going to try to intimidate him? Yeah. What did you roll in 99? I don't know. Okay, he just <laughs> smiles in your face and ignores you. <laughs> Young man, you should do what our landlord says. How dare you take this into your own hands, have the same dagger as he has, and try to hide things from us. You should get that dagger right now. Can I try to fast talk him? 
with old lady talk? Probably not. Okay. Not going to be able to persuade. Him. It's not really what fast talk is, <laughs> but you'd want to persuade him. But I don't think you're going to persuade him. <laughs> um, so, people, right. people, people. I think I think what? we all need to calm down under the situation. I can all see that we all calm have... down. You have a knife in here, the same knife that that man used I... to kill himself. I I obtained the knife from the drawer here. Achtung. In fact, so put back in the drawer. You are the only one armed here. Well, I'm beginning to think now this gives me a little bit of a bargaining chip here, possibly. The books, Wilhelmina? But you're still... Oh, come going. on. You're going to stab a lady for books. Oh, she's, no, 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 no. She's no, no, going to no, reach no. out and just grab the dagger. Dagger goes in my pocket. Well, yeah, I think, I think he's probably <laughs> expecting you to do that, so it's not going to work. I'll, you know what? I'll tell you what. To be all, in all fairness, I'll probably uh, fail. I'm not very good at it. Why don't it, so. you go ahead and roll a dex roll, <laughs> but with a penalty dice? Okay. You know how to do that? I do. Yes. Okay. Dex. Okay. Well, I'm pretty dexterous. Let's see here. Okay. So I ended up with a 59 out of 80. That's even with the penalty? That's I rolled a 10 on the penalty die, or on one of the die, and a five, 50 on the other. Okay. Um, I'll take a screenshot of it for you. Let's see. No, that's no, that's fine. Um, so then uh, let's have uh, uh, Ronald. Uh, I would like you, though, to do a... Uh, uh, to roll a dexterity, but, but with a bonus dice. Right. So you know how to do that? Uh, no. Okay. You're going to roll the tens. You're going to roll three. Um, you're going to roll the tens, ten-sided dice twice, mm -hmm. and take yep. the better, the better number. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh my goodness, I got an eight and a nine. <laughs> Okay. Uh, wow. major, fail. major fail. You caught me out, little old lady. No, no, wait, no, wait. I'm sorry. You're going to roll the, 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 the tens 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Yeah, yeah, I did that one. I got an eight and a nine. So it's either going to be 80 or a 90. Oh, it's well above my deck. <sighs> that crazy German woman just. <laughs> Reach it out and snatch that knife Ninja right out of your hand. Um, however, I would like uh, I would like the Frau Frau to uh, uh, to do a luck roll. Uh oh. Oh <laughs> What is my luck? Thirty five. That's not okay. All right. No. Mm -mm, Eighty nine. Okay. It's not a lucky uh, day. Ow. Uh. I'm going to say that in the process, you cut your hand. How? <gasps> oh, my uh, hand. You're going to do one point of damage, oh, one hit man. point of damage. Uh, does it look to be a deep cut? Um, well, one point of damage is not a, not a, not a paper cut. So uh, okay. the, the, the knife is razor sharp. Wraps her hand in it. I was going to say, I'm genuinely concerned, and I'd take my handkerchief out and try to attend to her. <laughs> I've got this. 
Oh my god, the Frau has hair. <laughs> on her face. It's taken a very Other long time to face. build this. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go down the line. Uh, Charlie, what are you up to? Um, is Dorothy still looking over the body? And looking at the knife. She was pretty shocked a second ago. So she's that's she, she's, she's sitting probably, right there on I'm, I thought she'd just be sitting there right on her ass, kind of stunned. I, I think you are, and you've probably got your eyes closed and you're doing this, so you're not paying attention if that's what I'm you're swiping doing. the second dagger. The one that's on the ground? Yeah. Covered covered in blood. Yeah. All right, why don't you go ahead and do a um I can clean it up later. Uh, let's see. What will we call that? Let's just do it. Call it a luck roll. Ooh, luck. Okay. 35. Same as the frow. Let's see if I have the ninja luck of the frow. Sixty-three out of thirty-five. Okay. You uh, you sort of you, you sort of kneel down like you're concerned. You're going to look at the body. Your hand goes out to snatch the knife. Just as uh, Dor Dorothy sort of opens her eyes, and you just you know you do some uh, sort of a smooth move like, ah, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> as if that wasn't what your intention was to be. Let me take with. this hand. <laughs> barely dabbed into the blood and just go. My bad. <laughs> you do see what they're talking about that there are little spirals carved into his body everywhere that wouldn't show. And you will notice that there were none anywhere on his face or skin, the head of his head that would show, except for the new one that goes all the way around. Yeah, the one that spiraled down his head and slit his throat. Right. This is weird. This is beyond stuff that I got in Weird Magazine. Right. Um, does any symbol, that symbol of his scars, is in any of your any of your books? Um, what books would you like to look in? The books that he had taken. Well, which one? Oh, you want Eduardo. Eduardo. What? He has a diary in his nightstand. I, I thought it would be of no consequence, but you wanted to look into this. Yeah, I want to know why he's committed suicide. Where's the diary? You might want to look at it too, Dorothy. I mean, you were her, his little buddy, weren't you? Yeah, we, we were. We were. We were. We, 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 we were to... close. Well, Luis is going to get to I'm it going first. To the uh, I mean, sorry, Eduardo is going to get to it first. Um, it's a it's a small okay. journal. Uh, handwritten, um, and yeah, I'm just going to say you sit you sit down on the edge of his bed, and you open this up and you you read through it. It only takes you a couple of minutes um, to go through it, but here's kind of a summary of what you uh, what you read. Um, we can assume well, you can decide whether you're sharing this with the others or not, but. Uh, I'm not going to make everybody leave the room, so 
Why don't you read it out loud, though? This hand, uh, the journal of James Garner. This handwritten journal can be initially scanned through in about 10 minutes. He recorded an entry about three times a week for, uh, for many months. months. He made each entry after having a vivid dream. He begins halfway to his other reality as the dreamland. He describes his experience as both marvelous and bizarre and, and very real. The dreams suddenly stopped about three months ago. Months ago, his, uh, his entries during this period express great frustration. No dreams again. This goes on for weeks. About ten days ago, he fi you find an the entry. At, at last, my prayers have been heard. I found myself in the place of the blue crystal. Upon the days, a throne, days, a throne, yeah. the throne. A being that shimmered with with strange light. He told me thing, things, marvelous things. Gardner describes nightly dreams where he seems to have this to see sees the same entity, each time in a different setting, but always the same being. The entity promised to show him a path that will lead him to the dreamlands, and if he performs a certain ritual and sacrifices. Gardner makes a statement. Now that blessed stone makes much more sense. The meaning begins so clear. You lose one point of sanity and you gain two percent of your occult skill. Yeah. Okay, one sanity. Let's home. Now some of our some of our players in this game will take a screenshot of something like this so that you can okay. continue to use it because i'm gonna i'm gonna take it off the screen in a second so if you want to okay. do that so what tom is this i asked to write you have any idea no i have no idea about what he's speaking he take just a Greek vocabulary from my side and uh, one book about interpretation of dreams. By the way, I can check it. Maybe there's something that will be familiar to it and maybe he gets some kind of special dream practice. I really don't know. He used to read the strange books and sometimes he brought some of them to my shop to show me, but you see, I do not read such kind of nonsense. Wait a minute. He said sacrifices. Plural. One can be him. What are the others? And there's two knives. I, I'd like to make a psychology roll to see if Roy's holding back. Okay. Roy, you can do an opposed roll. Okay. Psychology. Yeah. Uh, mm, I failed. I, I failed too. Okay. <laughs> like uh, you do not read me. <laughs> Entity is 
perhaps someone, not me, someone else. You want to involve any another person in this? Well, perhaps she knows know. more. No, you're fine, Ronald. Yeah. Perhaps the landlord could just inquire about some things without giving away what's going on here. And the rest of us could be inside this room with the door closed while you check. Rizophus, can you come with me to speak in Greek? Yes, I can. I can translate for you to be an interpreter. Wilhelmina's definitely going to not close the door completely. She's 100% going to be kind of eavesdropping with her ear outside the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they close the door, gonna leave. Wait them to close the door and knock in. This is my data. Okay. We'll uh we'll get to you in just a moment. What are the rest of you doing? Your guys are still in the room. Uh, uh Dorothy go, go ahead, Speak Joe. with uh, oh sorry. Uh did Dorothy go and uh, look at the journal? Um, no, I don't believe it. Did you, Joe, Dorothy? No, she's still upset. She's. Yeah, I didn't look at it. Okay. So nobody actually went and, and looked at the journal. They, uh, oh, well, no, I said, no. I yeah. Said yeah. She read it. She read it out loud. Eduardo. Um, can I take the opportunity sure. to scour the room again since they won't allow me to go out and talk to anybody so <laughs> sure where would you like to look in the room uh everywhere <laughs> no specific place i'm having a good hunt around now since um there's nothing All right. else to do um, the moment. oh you you go over towards uh uh the the right hand wall and uh, there are cabinets there uh you already saw um Charlie go over there and snoop around a little bit. Now you do it. Um, you realize that there are, there are six cabinets along the top and they're mostly, uh, they're around head, head height. Uh, but in each one of them are various foodstuffs and uh, uh, like uh, towels and things like that. So this is where he stores all of his regular stuff. You don't really see anything unusual at all. Uh, there is a small cook, um, uh, what is it, a hot plate uh, that's on a, like a cubby right underneath that. Uh, obviously, he liked to cook for himself. Um, but you don't really see anything unusual. Uh, there's a little table with one chair uh, that's got a place setting. Um, doesn't look special or anything like that. And then the table on the other side has a hat setting on it. And some, you know, pencils and pens in a, in a nice little wooden thing, and some some stationary paper. Um, oddly enough, you're pretty sure that there were some letters and things here before, but some of them seem to be gone. Especially, well, you know, it's it is. She read it out loud, so she was snooping around. But other than that, you don't find anything. Um. Uh, uh, Je Jeff, what were you doing? Uh, Charlie. Well, it's kind of 
Dorothy's still hanging around, so it's <laughs> um, it's pretty much I'm going to be looking around the place. You saw that there was a box. There. You saw there was a box in the wardrobe, and actually quite a few shoes. Shoes are expensive. <laughs> yeah, but what's in the box? I'm more interested in what's in the box. Well, it seems logical that uh, he probably had the key. Let's see. It wasn't in the nightstand. I'm going to search his uh, jacket pockets then. The ones hanging up? Yeah. Okay. Do a spot hidden for me. Okay. Ooh. 68 out of 70. Barely made it. Okay. Uh, you're looking through his uh, jackets and things like that. And uh, you find a couple of uh, cents in change. Um, Pocket uh, that. Maybe, uh, maybe 30 cents total in change. As you're going through, and as you're doing that, one of the pennies that you find, uh, you drop. Unfortunately, it doesn't make any noise because it lands right in his shoe. And as you reach for it, you look, and in this, in its, in its pair, to the shoe next to it, there's a gun. Looks like a thirty-eight. Carefully. See if I can split that out of the shoe and into my pocket. Stealth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stealth or sleight of hand? We'll call this one stealth. Okay. 18 out of 40. That's that's really good. That's really good. <laughs> All right. You very carefully lift that gun out and hide it with your body and slip it into your pocket. Right it next a, to the bottle of whatever liquid in the yeah it is a, <laughs> powder. It is a thirty-eight, and you're pretty damn sure that it's loaded. Mm. Okay, I'm all right with that. And none of you know that he did that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, well, one last one. Um, Wilhelmina, what are you up to? Are you you're you're standing at the door listening? Okay. All right, you so you go. I'm gonna hear this juicy stuff. Uh, you guys go over to Mr. M Mrs. Madeiras and you knock on her door. And uh, after a couple of seconds, she comes to the door and she says, uh, Eduardo, uh, and uh, uh, Roy, 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 <laughs> Roy Cephas, <laughs> Roy Cephas. Yeah. Uh, what, what is, what is, what can I do for you? We are really worried with James, and we were wondering, did you hear anything strange lately with him from his room last week? She says, um, um, she never hears anything from him. He's a very quiet person. Um, uh, he doesn't play music or, or party. She says about the only thing is that occasionally in the evening she can hear him saying his prayers. Can you recognize the prayers? 
she says uh, she doesn't really know. You know, it's muffled through the door, but it doesn't sound like he's praying in English. And uh, um, she she also has always been kind of curious how he pays his rent because she doesn't think that he works. You know, maybe he lost his job or or something, but uh, she doesn't see him ever go out on a regular basis. Um, and, um, she hasn't seen him at all for a few days. Uh, Rice not, a, not, no sound from his room at all. Riceful, can you say something, Greg? Yes, and, uh, I started to say few phrases in Latin. Okay. Is this she the says, language here? She says maybe that could be... That 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 sounds like it has the same sort of rhythm. And then says, I say few you know, phrases in Greek. Okay. She says she says uh, maybe maybe that's the language. I don't know. I believe he was Scottish, so maybe it's Gaelic. I don't know. She said, but you know, about two nights ago, around ten o'clock at night. I think I could hear him singing. Two nights ago. Do I remember hearing him singing? No. Mm. And maybe I. Can you recognize the music? <laughs> I'm afraid I can't sing a song on a Greek. She says. She I says I have. She says it was strange. I. I, I it was louder than usual, his prayers, and it definitely wasn't in English. The sound, the, 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 the melody was very, very strange. Um, I could hear him singing for maybe five or ten minutes, and then it just stopped. Okay. I'm really concerned with him. Thank you very much. That was all. Well, if, yes. if, if you find out where he is, make sure, you know, I, I'm concerned that he's okay. Okay, thank you. And she goes back inside. Mr. Marira, i like to leave you for a few moments to get my books back into the store and to check them. Don't worry, I'll be back in a few minutes to join you and wait for the police and give all the evidence as they want. I can go with you. Oh, of course you can go with me. There is no secret. I don't want to hide nothing from you. Um, it would take you a half an hour to get to your shop. And you probably shouldn't leave the scene of the, the crime until the police arrive. As they're coming back to the room, I shut the door, pretend like I wasn't listening. Can you respond does the door shut, shut, shut before us, or it's... Uh... Oh, you guys definitely hear the door shut. She's very soft. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can see who should do it. <laughs> like a nice blue dress. Uh, Charlie, uh, do you still have the book that was wrapped up? Uh, no, I actually gave it to uh, Ronald. 
kind of in a huff because, damn it, I did not want a book that I couldn't read. Ronald, what did you do with the book? Do you remember? Uh, did you yes, just set that, it somewhere? That is a good point, actually. I completely forgot about that one. I'll probably take this opportunity to have a look. Okay. Uh, you open it up, and unfortunately it's all written in Greek, but it looks very old. Um, there is, however, a piece of paper that's been used as a bookmark. Right. All right. Um, you uh, you open it up to the page where it's been marked, and um, uh, the uh, the piece of paper itself also is written in a foreign language, probably Greek. It looks very similar. Um, but there are diagrams on the page. Uh, one of them looks exactly like the piece of paper that's over on the tarp. And the other one looks like a human body with little spiral marks in certain spots on the uh, drawn on the body possibly corresponding to the ones that are on his body okay. so, yeah i'll double check that against it against his body and they seem to match up exactly they do right ronald could you be a dear and help me for a moment Hmm. Okay. <sighs> could you, could you, dear Dorothy, if you'd look away for a moment, could we move the carpet underneath this fellow and see if there's anything on the wood beneath him? I'll go and sit on the bed. You would, you would have to move the body and the tarp and the carpet. And the carpet. That's why I'm asking Ronald because he's a strong, buxom lad. <sighs> I don't think buxom's um, the right buxom. word. Yeah, I don't think buxom's the right word. Let's... <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, this nice man bosoms. I'm actually asking how you're going to manage that. What are you going to do? Roll the body over? Uh, uh, roll it? Roll it? Wrap him up? Or I'm leaving that to Ronald. Why do? Well, if well, you want, I can help. Come on. Charlie, Charlie, can you assist me here just to move the body? Yeah. Just take, just take one side, I'll take the other. We'll move the tarp. Okay, we'll do that. Don't damage the rug. It's a nice rug. <laughs> okay. Let's say that what you do is you each grab a corner of the tarp, or you, you grab two corners of the tarp. And you sort of slide him closer to the the cabinets on the wall. Um, so you've cleared you've cleared the carpet away from you know in front of the window, or you've you've cleared it so that you can roll the carpet back if you wanted to. Okay, do that. Um, you begin to roll the carpet, and you can immediately see that the the wood underneath 
the carpet uh, is clean. Uh, the carpet probably hasn't been moved in years, and there is nothing unusual about the floor at all. It's just a wooden floor. Sorry for the inconvenience, gentlemen. Eh, no biggie. I try to snag the dagger. Oh, she was um, actually going to hand the dagger to him anyways. To hang on to for safekeeping. Back to the book. Safe, hat. Keeping safe it will be. <laughs> okay. Um, Back to the book I had. Uh, Would any uh, of you like to examine this book a bit more carefully? Uh, Roy, Roy, yeah, Roy Cephas and uh, and uh, Eduardo have rejoined you all. Oh, good. I, I'd like to look at the book. I'd like to look Two at the book. Two days ago, he was praying, chanting for about 10 minutes and just stopped. What did you do with the body? Why do you move it? We want to examine the book. Frau you don't know, yeah. To move it. You don't know. Wait, what book's that? Oh, I'll show you Eduardo the book. Oh, shit. This is not one of yours. Right. What is the naming of the book? Okay. Well, when you look at it, the book, written in Greek, uh, it's it simply is labeled the Book of Dreams. Uh, inside of it, inside the cover, uh, what you can tell is that it was written in 1685. I'm sorry, it was written in the ninth century, um, and that this edition is a copy from 1658. Um, the language is more familiar to you, um, so it's not it's not as old as the ancient thing. Um, but it's confusing. Here, let me uh, let me show you what you can sort of glean out of this as you're looking at it. You and uh, Dorothy both are looking at it. So go ahead and read that out loud, and you'll so that people can hear it. Okay. The Book of Dreams. The book was originally written by a Greek Orthodox monk in the 9th century our dominia. This edition is a copy from uh, 1658 AD. The details are confusing as one might expect from transcribed dreams. The monk claims to be unable to cross over from our world to Oneirokora, the dream country. The monk claims that while they read a dream book, Part of this text is an attempt to copy what was seen in the dream book. There is a bookmark on the page. There seems to be instruction on how to enter the dreamlands. A diagram, di diagram and text are similar to the pieces of paper between the candles. Oops. There is also a diagram with spiritual on various parts of the human body. You see, guys. This is quite a strange and old book, and uh, its property place in my shop. I'll recreate it, restore it, and make a few copies for people to learn a good knowledge. 
This doesn't seem like the sort of thing that we'd want other people to be recreating. Yeah. Well, surely you can't put any cre credence in this. It's, it's, it's a load of mumbo-jumbo. It's just garbage. It's just a, it's just a book. Yeah, it's Come just on. It's for people who like jobberish and some cool stuff, and they use it to sleep better. Whatever it is, whether it is pointless or futile or something very important, is irrelevant. No, it's not important. The point no, is, it caused it caused this individual to believe that he needed to self-mutilate himself. I afraid that he get an exactly. illness. Who cannot kill people? This, this is exactly the point. This poor person, James. It was obviously insane and just decided to kill himself one day i mean it's perfectly straightforward now that now we see all all the evidence around us Harden, I'm sure he makes sense. Alive, nothing sacrifices here. himself was one of them there's others probably people yeah. animals we should know if ronald is part of whatever strange cult-like activities this is Oh, well, you did have the obsidian knives. Why would you have those? Maybe he liked to cut a bread with obsidian knife. I told I you, I just bottle. obtained the blades. I had no They're other from. interest in them. When was uh, the last time associate. I saw Mashaks? I'm sorry, what was your question? When was the last time I saw I saw Mashaka? Oh, Mashanks. Mashanks. Yeah, Mashanks. Um, Mashanks. probably this morning you checked on her. Oh, okay. Okay. For one moment, she's she's very she elderly. Was... She can't get around much. So. Okay. Um. I'd like you to all do a listen roll. I can do that. I got one. Hard pass. No. 14 out of 40. 30 out of 20. 30 out of 20 for me. I totally botched. 14 out of 40. 34 out of 20. Um, but Vasil, you got a one. Yeah, I got a one. Those of you who, who passed, um, as you guys are sitting here arguing, um, those of you who passed, you hear a rustling sort of noise like 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 a plastic tarp being moved. Vasil, when you hear it, you turn immediately and look at the dead body. And you think maybe it just moved. Hmm. I and, watched uh, I'd like Vasil and um, uh, um, Recifus uh, do a sanity check. It's Recifus time to roll sanity. Uh, failed. Okay. Uh, one d four. I'm going to also look in the direction because I also heard it. Well, you didn't know where it came from. You just sort of oh, heard it. Just heard the sound. Okay. Uh, what did you get, uh, Recifus? I lost one point of sanity, and I uh, looking to quite a scary on this body, uh, putting my, uh, showing my uh, 
you you uh, you, 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 you you jump like hey, you know when you see. Is it a dead one? Um, don't, didn't saw his leg. It's moved and and the finger is stripped and like it, he breathes inside. It was probably dead. because we moved it. No, I saw that his knee was not a dead moving like he's alive. Guys, I I'm sorry, but I get. Oh, are you sure? Did anybody, else see this? Did anybody else see this occur? I heard something, but I just assumed that was settling. Uh, it's just the tarp all engine settled in. But now the tarp moves, and you see James Gardner suddenly begin to move his hand out and begin to lift himself up. And he be, he he's literally beginning to stand up in front of you. I'm heading to the door. Um, he's alive. Uh, you sit sanity, down right now. Sanity roll. <laughs> sanity roll for all of you. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh, 71 out of 50. Pass. Mm -mm. Okay. 62 out of how many? 97 out of 45. 49. Uh, if you passed, I you passed. take one point of damage. If you failed, 1d6. Oh. 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 I took six points of damage. Wow. Um, That's over half. Thank goodness. That's over half. So I take a major wound? No. it's. Uh, I'm going to tell you what you... Okay. It's going to be much more worse. <laughs> uh, did anybody else get over five points? Too early. Just, just you. All right. Uh, huh. It takes me a second to type. This isn't good. He's typing something. Okay, the body is risen up, um, and as you're standing there looking at it, and it's sort of shaking, the, the skin on its head begins to unpeel and unwind and sort of flop around, and then it's hanging down with all of the muscles and skull sort of staring at you. Um, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I pull out the thirty-eight and shoot it. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, I'm trying to get the door open. You're not going to get us. Uh, <laughs> all right, well. I'm going to run away. Um, unfortunately, in your terror, you've sort of run up against the door. And... Uh, and of course, suddenly a gunshot rings out uh, because uh, Charlie Skergalia has a gun in his hand. Um, uh, go ahead and do a, 
a shot, a gunshot roll. I mean, a, a hand gun. gun. It's going to be comical. Ooh. Out of 20. I'm sorry, what'd you get? 17 out of 20. Okay. Your bullet strikes the thing, whatever it is, right in the shoulder, and it barely flinches. And oh, in the bullet where the bullet hole hits, there's a kind of glowing blue light that's shining out of it. Um, you guys have all sort of scrambled back to get out of the way. Um, Where's the dagger? I'm, I'm trying to get the door handle. Uh, open the door. Open the door. Okay. This isn't happening. Um, this isn't happening. Okay. This isn't happening. Are we in initiative or what's going on? Well, <laughs> you guys kind of jumped back. So the thing is, the thing is stood up. It suddenly it opens up its mouth and it screeches. And this sound comes out. It seems to sort of reach right down into your souls. It goes through your head just like a freaking dagger. And you guys are all in extreme pain for a couple of seconds. Um, you're sort of blinded by the pain. Um, and in that same moment, you sort of experience like a run-through of all of the most horrible things that have ever happened to you in your life. And uh, I would like you all once again to do a, a sanity check. Except for, uh, except for Wilhelmina. She's already under the influence. I passed. They're all mad I, here. Uh, I did not pass. You got an 81. Pass. <clears throat> all right. Just one or two damage. One, one if, you may, if you passed and Two if you didn't damage. Turn to damage, yep. Um, because you're all sort of scrambling to try to get the door, you're kind of leaning up against it. What would you, you, you can, this, this thing is screeching, but you can do something. So let's just go down the line. Um, uh, Ronald, what are you doing? You're trying to get the door. I've got, yeah, I had my hand on the door handle, trying desperately to open it. If I was still on my wits about me. All right. Um, uh, Charlie. Uh, noticing that the gun didn't work, <laughs> or at least it's making some sort of blue light come out of it. In a panic, I'm going to run towards the door and try to just shoulder it open. Okay. <laughs> um, unfortunately, you're now... You're also trying to open a door that everybody is pushed up against, and and Char and uh, uh, Ronald's trying to open it too. And you guys are just having this mad scramble to try to open it, and you're all getting in each other's way. Uh, uh, Eduardo, I scream. Who has the dagger? Me. Give to me. Why? The gun didn't work. The dagger made that thing. So you're going to kill him? Stop the... it. No, I'm going to take up the dagger and run. 
to the thing and try to stab it. Okay. Um, uh, go ahead and uh, do a, a brawl. Uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> Twenty-nine out of fifty. Okay. Um, you actually run up to the creature while it's screeching, and you hit it with the dagger. And the blade goes in and comes out, and there's once again kind of a blue light coming out of the creature. Uh, oh, but shit. it doesn't seem to be in any way uh, affected by it. Um, oh, shit. I scream, in, <gasps> It's going to try and swipe at you as you do it. So, okay. and I got a twelve. So it hit it backhands you as you do that. Um, actually, you can try to dodge, but you're going to have to get an extreme. Okay. My dodge is that's five. Okay. Nope. Okay. It it backhands you hard and you as big as you are, uh you just sail across the room and hit against the wall and sort of crumple down, you do four points of damage. Okay. And as the creature does this, it turns towards Roy Cephas. Um, but Dorothy, what are you going to do? I'm probably the furthest away from the the door because I was back on the bed, right? And uh, you're kind I'm, of trapped behind the bookcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm still I'm just panicking. There's not a whole lot that I feel like I can do at this moment. Okay. I don't have any I don't have any weapons. I'm screaming, "Get off the door! Open the door!" and okay. and and really unable to to do much. I'm definitely not going to try charging this thing. Okay. Um. Uh, Velamina, you're actually under the influence of an insanity. Uh, so what do you do? You can't really be rational. I could what, tell you what. What are you guys doing? Why are you trying to trap me in here? You're all in cahoots with this monster. And she starts backing her way to the window. You'll never catch me. <laughs> Good. Um, uh, Roycephus, the creature has turned its horrific uh skinless eyes uh towards you and it it gives you a look of absolute hatred i, I get a question tom uh i have quite a high occult skill and uh could receive uh, knows that if he reads it like a spell kind stuff uh, backwards it could break uh, the spell if it were made or not well that's a common assumption um you wouldn't have to roll it you, you already know that so, so however I, will it work you have no idea i take one of my books uh, dreamers journal and putting it into the face of that beast like get away of here <laughs> And read bad, uh, read bad all. Uh, sorry, uh, read back all the spell in ancient Greece uh, language. Okay, to see how right, it you're, works. you're putting which book into his face? 
I put in my uh, Dreamers Dictionary. Okay, because what you, the book you have is the ancient Greek book. Oh, yeah, it was it's still in my hands because other I put in my pockets. Yeah, it's ancient Greek book. Okay. So you basically, you're holding this up like a Bible and you're trying to... Yeah. Um, Should I roll something? The creature, um, when you do that, uh, snatches it out of your hand. Okay. And tucks it under its arm. I knew it was Jimmy's. Um, the creature then turns towards the buns, the people uh, who are standing over by the door, and it begins to move towards oh, you. No, ah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and Villamina is trying to climb out the window. Okay, there is Dorothy. She's disappeared. Um. What what is the likelihood of us getting out the door at the moment with everybody bashed up against it? Is it pretty unlikely at the moment? Let's uh, let's go ahead and do a luck roll to see if you can pull that damn door open. Right. You're okay. almost going to have to take a step towards the creature though in order to open the door at this point. No luck. Eighty five over a thirty five. Okay. Um, you're pretty sure at the moment uh, that, uh, I mean, next round, the creature is going to be at the door with you. Um, okay. But you don't know whether it's trying to get out or it's trying to get one of you. Okay. The important thing is it's looking at me. Yeah. So now... With my wits still about me, I see Wilhelmina trying to climb out the window. I'm heading for the window. Oh, you're going to have to run right past the creature, though. I mean, it's it's now in between you and the window. Uh, I'll take my chances. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and do a dodge roll as the creature lunges towards you. Right. Ah, uh, no. 37 over 30. Okay. Um, as you as you try to dodge past it, uh, it takes a swing at you. And uh, it does one point of damage to you and sort of knocks you to the floor. Um, and then it turns... It, it, it looks like it's going to attack you again next round. Uh, I let out a rather unmanly scream. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Charlie, what do you do? I'm trying to get this damn door open. <laughs> okay. You're, you're, um, you're, you're almost, it's almost possible, but not quite yet. There's now uh, 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 Ronald is lying on the floor. Uh, he's blocking the door. The creature is standing right there. Um, 
So you're just going to keep trying to open the door. Okay. Um, I'm going to try for a headshot at this point if it's that close. Uh, with the gun? Try Yeah, with the gun. Okay. Shooting it in the chest didn't work. Try shooting it in the head. Go ahead and try. Oh, this is going to be fun. You're pretty close. I might even give you a bonus dice. Okay. Ooh, I might not need it. A 17 and an 18. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, your gun your gun fires and the bullet um strikes it in the side of the skull and when it does a piece of the skull and the muscle and the skin goes splattering off and the thing reels back when you do that aha um uh eduardo what do you do so the thing is on the carpet. Yeah, it's it's between the door and the window. There is anybody on the carpet? Yeah, you're all kind of on the carpet. Well, um, uh, Dorothy's behind the bookcase. Vilamina is climbing out the window. Can I try to pull the carpet to make the creature fall? It's too. It's too getting- big. Too big? Yeah, it, okay. it's too big and heavy. So everyone is trying to escape. I will try to jump to the creature and make her fall, the creature fall to for the people who have more time to escape. So you're gonna try to 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 knock the creature over. You are a big guy. No. Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead and do a brawl roll? Ooh. Um, uh, go ahead and do a 1d4 roll for me and see what we get. Two. Okay. Um, you sort of try to do like a, a, f- a football tackle uh, to the creature, and uh, you knock it off balance, and it, it sort of slams into the, the cabinets on the wall. Um, it's going to attempt, though, to bring its fist down on you. And it fails. Um, but it's clutching the book tightly. What? It's it's clutching the book tightly as it brings its fist down and tries to hit you. Okay. Um, Vilamina. There's no fire escape. Well, that's inconvenient, huh? You're on the third floor. That is an inconvenient truth. Okay. Um, However, you are still terrified that all these people are just trying mm-hmm. to get you. Get you. Mm-hmm. But probably not suicidal. So, let's see. There oh, is a ledge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet there is. Um, what is the next window over? How far away is the next window? There's just one window in this in this room. Oh, you mean on the outside? Uh Probably about 20 feet. Nope, I'm not going to be able to make that. All right. Um, And there's no other visible exits other than the door, huh? Right. Okay. Well, realizing that there's no uh, fire escape, she will climb back in 
And um, can she see over the bookcase or no? Yes. And do I see Dorothy there? Yes. All right. And is she? Could I? Could I reach her over the? Over the? Um, well, the bookcase, the bookcase comes up to about here, so you could okay. reach her, but I'm going to go around the side of the bookcase. You'll have to go past the monster. No, oh, I can't do that. I'm going to push the bookcase over into her. Okay. She has to pass <laughs> the monster, but I am in front of the monster. No. No, I'm just I'm right at the window by the yeah, bookcase. No, you're you're right. Yes, you can actually cross around because uh, uh, Eduardo has pushed the creature up against the oh. wall. Okay, then I'm going to go around towards Dorothy. Okay, so you're on that and side. My goal is I'm going to approach Dorothy and I'm going to say, Dorothy, Dorothy, I understand there's still time for redemption. And I'm going to try to grapple Dorothy as a, as a mechanism to keep these evil infidels at bay as they try to attack me. Okay. They will, surely won't hurt me if I have one of their own. So Dorothy, so, uh, uh, Villamina comes around and she's got a look in her eye. Oh yeah! Like uh, she's trying to seriously deceive you, and then she suddenly lunges onto you. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to try to dodge that. All yeah. right. So brawl and dodge. Okay. Brawl for Dodge for. I got a thirty-one out of fifty on brawl. On oh, I failed it. I failed it. Okay, she just lands on top of you. Okay. In the process, I'm dropping the ledgers that I had tucked under my arm okay. uh, and definitely grabbing hold of her uh, with my arm kind of grappled around her neck. Uh, okay. So she's positioned between me and them. Okay. All right. Well, Mina, what are you doing? Well, Mina, get off of me. Don't worry, honey. I know your secrets. Um, uh, uh, Recifus, what do you do? Oops, you're muted. We can't hear you. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just turn off it time to time because of nose problem. Yeah. Okay, so as I see this mass and creature still, uh, still holding my precious book, uh, is there still a statue at which I were interacting with uh, at the beginning as we enter the, the room? I want to grab it and uh, Smash it into the creature's head. So you're gonna you're gonna grab the statue and smash it. Yeah. Okay. Hit him with it. Yes. All right. Uh, in the moment that you grab the statue, once again you have these strange memories, as if you've been underwater somehow and breathing. Um, go ahead and do a brawl. Uh, where are you gonna try to smash the creature? In the head. Okay. Whew, 39 of, four, four, of 45. I success. Okay. Let's see. Um, once again, you crack part of the skull off, and the creature reacts very badly to it, as if you are physically hurting it. Um, uh, uh, Eduardo has it kind of pinned to the wall. Uh, but the creature is now summoning up its strength, and uh, it's it's pushing you off of it. Um, uh, let's see, let's go back to Charlie. I mean, sorry, uh, back to uh, let's do uh, uh, Ronald first. 
Uh, okay, I'm still on the ground. Uh, yeah, you're 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 able to get up though if you want to. Okay, get up and do something, or will it just be just getting up? I think so because while this was going on over here, and they were pinned up against the wall, you had time to get up. Right. Okay. Do I have enough about me to notice that uh, the ledger books have been dropped? Um. Yeah, they were dropped right as she went around the bookcase. So yeah, they're lying there on the floor. Okay. Almost, almost notice, at your feet. Okay. If I notice them, and probably because it's a low life thing to do, probably while I'm still on the ground, I'm going to try and reach out to grab the books and then get up to head for the door. Okay. Um, Sorry, guys. There's now nobody standing right at the door. So, well, no, there's uh, Charlie is, is there. Uh, Charlie, what are you going to do? Oh, you just fired at him. Okay. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up as to what just happened. Uh, so Charlie's not actually right standing at the door. Um, uh, Ronald, you get to the door and you open it up. And just as you open the door, you can hear out, out, out in the building, you can hear feet coming up the stairs rather quickly. So there's somebody coming up the stairs, a number of people coming up the stairs. You can hear their boots sort of tromping on the stairs as they're coming up. Um, uh, Charlie, what are you going to do? Um, let's see. He The uh, thing is now pinned against the wall with Eduardo and... And it's, it's uh, now well, it's, pushing, yeah. it's pushing them off as it's trying to get up or trying to get away. In a strange thought, I'm going to pull out the obsidian dagger and run and try to jab the dagger into its head. Okay. Since that seems to be the one place that it gets hurt. Do a, 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 a brawl. Got 60%. Seven. Okay. You run up and you uh, you attempt to jab the knife into its head. And uh, you succeed. Uh, you jam it right into the side of the thing's head. And the result is that the creature opens its mouth and it screams again. Okay. And uh, once again, the scream this time is just deafeningly piercing. And uh, it causes you all to, to drop whatever you have in your hands, including the ledgers, and grab your ears. Um, Ronald, as you're, as, you're, as you're moving out of the door, you see a number of policemen running up the stairs and just as they get to the top of the stairs this creature screeches and all of the cops grab their heads and drop to their knees on the ground um, uh, before they can do anything um, Eduardo um, this thing is screeched and as it was pushing you off uh, all you can really do is sort of reel back 
and and hold your ears um okay go ahead going to try back off as much as much as I can, but not past the people that are trying to escape. I'm okay. always going to be between the creature and them. Okay. Um, Dorothy and Velamina, the second this thing screeches, you stop whatever you're doing and grab your heads. Um, Velamina rolls off in the process and uh so you're you're not on top of each other uh uh Roycephus, you also of course grab your your head but uh you still you can do something if you want to the door's open now yeah the door is open i try to run out of the door behind this oh, sorry door to continue please well, it's, it's your turn, so... Okay, uh, so there's a wall behind this creature, yeah? Yes. I want to ram it. You want to ram the wall or the creature? Creature into the wall. Okay. Because uh, it's a nice book, and I must protect the book. I'm a book ranger. <laughs> go ahead and uh, do a brawl. Okay. I got three. It's extreme success for me. Excellent. So, you once again pin the thing to the wall, uh, and for the moment, it stops. It stops screaming. Um, Ronald, you are standing. You're in the hall, sort of hunkered over. The ledgers are at your feet. You're grabbing your ears. Uh, the cops have sort of stumbled over each other, and they're grabbing their ears. Uh, as soon as they stop, uh, they start to recover. One of them looks over at you and he says, what the hell is going on here? Um, I, I try to clear my head a bit and just point to the door and say, there's a killer in there, there's a killer in there, get in there, and start to stumble off down the hallway. And they, of course, all pull out their guns and run for the door. Um, Dorothy, uh, you get to the door just as the cops get to the door and you sort of meet head on, uh, here now, what the, what's going on in here? And, uh, the, the police immediately push themselves into the, the room, um, with their guns drawn, uh, what would you guys like to do? I'm going to hide under the bed. Okay. If Dorothy's moved away to the door, I'm going to try to hide. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I try to jump down on the floor, like, to uh, avoid uh, like misfiring to myself. Um, I can see a creature fully. Charlie, do a luck roll. Okay. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the worst time to do it. I rolled a 99. Oh, that's the best time to do it. 
Um, <laughs> at least half the cops see you holding the gun, and they they turn towards you and they say, "Drop the gun." The other couple of cops see the thing that's pinned against the wall and freak out. They see uh, uh, Roycephus pin the thing against the wall, and they begin to fire, but they're firing at the creature. And when the guns go off, the cops at the door that are pointing at you think that you fired, and they fire at you. Oh, no. Uh, why don't you go ahead and do a dodge? Oh, God. But you're going to have to beat a 26. Ooh, okay. Uh, I have a 30 dodge anyway. Seventy. <laughs> I rarely use this dice. <laughs> I feel special and dead. You take eight points of damage from the bullets. Mm. I don't know how many you have, but. I have 12 hit points. So I'm so down you to go four. Down, down hard. Um, you all need to do sanity rolls for the chaos that is clearly happening in the room. Do I need to make the sanity roll as well? Uh, no, you're. I you're, don't. I'm unconscious. You, you don't. You're unconscious. Uh, do I do that if I'm running down the hallway? Uh, no, I don't think so. So the, just the people in the room. Did I make it out? Uh, no, you kind of got pushed back by the cops when they came in. Okay. Succeed. I fail. Pass. All right. If you fail, 1d6. If you made it, 1d4. One. Okay. Just take one. Anybody take more than five damage? Nope. Has anybody lost 20% of their entire sanity? Okay. No. No, I think. All right. Within the next few seconds... Uh, the creature struggles to get away um, in in utter and sheer terror and horror. The cops unload their guns uh, into the thing, uh, shattering its skull and uh, bringing it down. It drops to the ground. The book falls out of its hands. Uh, there's surprisingly little blood. Um, and... 
everybody is in terror and shock, and probably some of you are going to need uh, psychological treatment to get over this. Um, Charlie, let's go ahead and do a luck roll to see if you fit, if you survive. Here we go. 61 out 35. Well, they take you to the hospital, but technology back then for gunshot wounds isn't very good, so I'm afraid your character doesn't make it. The rest of you survive, though you are scarred forever. Um, over the following weeks, you piece together the truth of the situation. James Gardner enjoyed a vivid and fantastical dream life, uh, but somehow he lost his ability to dream. Uh, he sought occult solutions and uh, to regain his dreams and found a spell in an old book that he believed would open the way for his dreams to return. Unfortunately, the spell that was in the book was cursed. Some strange entity from another world had tricked Gardner into performing the rituals he found in the tome. One prepared his body to become a vessel for the foul entity, while the other led to his death, sending poor Gardner's soul into oblivion. His empty body could then be possessed by the entity, just as your investigation discovered. Uh, due, due to your actions, however, uh, you can feel proud to have played your part in foiling the schemes of a monster from beyond. Uh, your surviving investigators each will be awarded 1d6 sanity points. And uh, that's basically the end of our story. Probably will all take some psychological damage, too. It takes a few months to overcome. But that's the end of our story. Well, cool. very good. Very good. Thank you so much, Tom. Wonderful. Thanks, everybody. You guys were all amazing. Thank you. Nice. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Of fun. Lots. Yeah, great games. That's a lot of. Well, let me go ahead and give the give the closing statements. Um, our players included Luis Ferrer, uh, Fred Carter, David Gaskin, Vasil Kizniak. Timothy Hart and Jeff Beck with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. Our musical intro, Gathering Darkness, was written by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under a Creative Commons Attributions license. We currently are producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre- and post-game conversations when we first publish them. Some of the funniest and most interesting stuff occurs before and after the show. We have a new patron tonight. Joe Barnes has pledged $5 a month, which is outstanding. Thank you so much, Joe. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.